the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Situation Report today. Glad to have you with us. This is the show where we do our very best to bring you the information and perspectives you need to navigate an ever-changing culture. My name is Jeremy Stallnecker, and I'm here with Chad Robichaux, and uh, it's good to be together in person. Yeah, We do yes. kind of back, back and forth, <laughs> but uh, it's good to have you out here in California. Yeah, I, I just uh, got back from MCRD San Diego. Right. I spent the last uh, two days down there, and then yesterday I spoke uh, three times uh, to the recruits at MCRD yeah. San Diego, and, and did, uh, the second session was the big one, uh, the third session was the big one. Kind of mandatory, all hands, yep. uh, all the recruits there, about a couple of thousand recruits, awesome. and spoke on their resiliency, combat readiness, right. uh, just share my story and challenge them the four pillars of resiliency, mind, body, yep. spirit, and uh, and social. And that's something that's been happening for four years? Seven years now. Oh, seven years. Right, right. crazy, right? It's wow. been seven years now. Every quarter, I go down there and get to speak to them and give yeah. away a book, uh, Path to Resiliency, on yeah. spiritual resiliency to yeah. them. And, uh, you know, kind of leaning into what we're going to talk about today is... Right. is uh, faith-based solutions uh, for life, for trauma, yeah. uh, for you know, just living in general. And this yeah. is what we get to talk to these recruits about uh, before they step into the life of a Marine, knowing that they're going to face hardships as a Marine, knowing they're going to face right. you know, the trials and challenges on the battlefield of combat or the battlefield of life. They need to be prepared. And you know, the military teaches them these four pillars of resiliency, yeah. mind, body, spirit, right. social, being mentally tough enough to do the job of a Marine, being physically tough enough to do the job of a Marine, socially being in to have the right social network to navigate life and have the support system, but also that that uh, spiritual foundation, which, you know, in, in the Marine Corps and the military can mean a lot of different things to different people. To us, it's our, our you know, Christian faith and our right. relationship with Christ that makes us have a strong spiritual foundation. But just being able to go there at a very vulnerable time that, in the beginning and help them build these pillars of resiliency Early on, and help them really define that spiritual resiliency, which they may not have any idea of, right. and 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 may not have the opportunity even at a place like boot camp to get. So right. we have the opportunity about to help them yeah. uh, formulate that for themselves, understand what it is, and and build on that, and be intentional about it, because they're going to do a hard job. You know, yep. when they raise their right. hand to become a marine. Right. They uh, they committed to doing a difficult job that's going to come with challenges and stresses. Yep. And they're going to face uh, disappointment and anxiety and depression, all the things that. <laughs> Adults face in life, right. much less a uh, United States Marine doing the hard things that Marines do. And they need to be equipped and prepared. And we believe that you know, these four pillars of resiliency are important. The most yeah. important to me being their spiritual foundation. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I, uh, I remember it's probably 10 years ago now, we were told, had been told, um, if we hang on to the faith piece, mm-hmm. if we continue to talk about um uh, help or healing through faith, the faith-based perspective, and some mm-hmm. of the things we'll talk about today, that we would never have an opportunity to speak to the active duty community. Because yeah. there's this there's this chasm, people believe, right, between, well, faith and what's happening in the government or whatever. Right. You're not allowed to, to speak faith, but I think what a lot of people have come to understand is without that spiritual resiliency, a uh, spiritual pillar of resiliency, 
there really isn't a path forward. And so we've remained consistent in that. And we've seen that we can talk about, you know, our program and what we do, but we've found hope and healing in that. And being able to offer it. And simply just applying that to, you know, people who are going to deal with difficult things. Yeah. I remember that we, like like I said, when we started Mighty Oaks, there was a lot of outside influence and people trying to tell us, okay, here's what you guys need to do. Right, right. And uh, and here's the advice. And when you're starting something, there's always people that are going to have advice. Sure. And, and and one of the bits of advice that you know, you got, and I got, I remember getting directly from people that have been in nonprofit space for a long time, in military nonprofit space for a long time, was if you're going to do faith, you have to do it in a clandestine way. You right. have to be behind the right. scenes. You can't, right. be, you can't be overt about it. Sure. And I'm like, man, I... I can't do that because yeah. I felt that God called us to do this in a way that put the principles he has laid out for us in the Bible sure. up forward so people could have that right. system that God put in, in place for us to align their lives to and live better lives and deal with anxiety and deal with depression and deal with suicide and divorce and all these things that, that the military community faced. And I felt like we had to do it up front. And, and I was told that if you do that, you're not going to have access yeah. to the veteran community. And, and uh, um uh, I'm boasting right now, but I, I really feel I'm boasting for God, not just sure. for us. But <laughs> I believe that Mighty Oaks has one of the largest accesses to the veteran community 10 years later. Right. In fact, I, I would say in the faith-based veteran service organization community, we probably do have the largest access to the active duty component. And I've been able to speak to 250,000 active duty troops. We've given away over you know close to 150,000 books. Yep. Uh, and we get invited to more units than we can even serve right. to come invite it by the units to go speak to them. Right. So I think that what people that had given us advice early on is what they didn't understand is how do you go and talk to people about faith? Right. Uh, are you being a, an obnoxious right. evangelical, right. which may sound right. bad to some people, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, you being an evangelical shouldn't be obnoxious, but it, it, when you're going to someone else's house and you're being invited by someone else yeah. to go speak and you're going to be, obnoxious about it in uh in in pushing your agenda on people uh then you're probably not gonna get invited back and so i think what we've been able to navigate is we're honest about our faith right what uh what our faith is mm. what our principles and beliefs are and what it's done for us in in a in a way that lets them decide if they want a part of that or right. not we're not going there as evang- evang- evangelist uh and that would never have us invited. Yeah. Invite us. We never get invited back. And, and honestly, in ten years of doing this, not only have we been ex, uh, more accepted and continue to get invited, but I haven't had one complaint that I'm aware of. And uh, in in the audience of audiences of atheists, right? Uh, people who you know are engaged in same sex relationships and things that as Christians we wouldn't align with. Right. They've accepted. Our position because they know one we're there because we care about them and love them regardless of what their beliefs are, and uh, and we're just trying to help. Yeah. And, uh, and we're not trying to push our beliefs on them. Yeah. And uh, we're just putting them out there. This is my story. This is what happened in the military, and we're aligning with the military's mission. The military's mission of these communicating resiliency and these four pillars. We're able to come in and be an example of that. Right. And you know, clearly the military does a good job of mentally and physically preparing people, socially. Uh, we're able to define a little bit what that means because I don't think they, the right. military has defined right. that. They as know well how important it is. They just don't exactly know what it looks like. Right. Yeah. They're like surrounding yourself with the right people. Some of the things we talk about yeah. at Mighty Oaks. But the spiritual foundation, yeah. uh, they haven't been able to give good clarity to that. Even the chaplaincy, and I'm not speaking ill of the chaplaincy because many chaplains tell me this, they feel like they can't give good clarity 
uh, because they're in this kind of universalism chaplaincy sure, that's been sure. kind of forced upon them and they can't champion even their own yeah. faith. Well, we're able to come in as an outside entity and say, hey, a lot of people believe different things about spirituality. Right. This is what we believe. And this yeah. is what it looks like in our life. And this is what it's looked like in our life personally and the work we do at Mighty Oaks. And, uh, you know, we get to do that. And it's, uh, and it's so it's been handled in the right yeah. way. And I think for anyone who would be interested in doing something like that, there, there are a couple of things that are important to understand. One is we had a foundation or an infrastructure organizationally. Yeah. So if you go to our website, you can figure out what we believe. We even have a statement of faith on there, right? Um, Mighty Oaks. Mighty, uh, the Mighty Oaks website. website. We're talking yeah. about MightyOaksPrograms.org. Yeah, MightyOaksPrograms.org. Yeah, I get yes, confused yeah. sometimes. MightyOaksPrograms.org. If you go to our, our organizational yeah. website, you, you know what we believe. You can learn what we believe. There's videos on there talking about what we believe. So those things really existed before we started speaking to the active duty right. you know, world. We have books. We have other resources. A lot of places to point people to. So when we stand in front of an active duty unit, we don't see as our primary goal, um, like you said, evangelizing or proselytizing or whatever. What we're really trying to do is open a door and offer... Number one, our testimony, but number two, and if you'd like to know more, here are the places you can find out about it. We're not telling you what to believe or what to think or where to go, but if you'd like to know more, we have those opportunities available to you. But we lead with authenticity (laughs) and lead with our story. And that's that's something that I think a lot of people get wrong is um, they lead maybe with the message, which is central and important, but they don't lead with their story. This is my connection to faith. This is how a relationship with God impacted me. This is where I was. This is where I am. And here's the critical component to that, right? And and leading with that and being authentic is what opens the door. It connects to hearts and minds. And then it allows whoever's listening, not just just in the military, but whoever's listening to know, oh man, if I'm interested in learning more about that, there are places I can go to do that. And we built that way instead of starting with, well, this is my shot. If, if they don't get it, right. that's it. Yeah. And, and we know that there's a lot more to it than that. By now, you've all heard me talk about MyPillow. And now Mike has just announced that our customers will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO. Absolutely free with any purchase using our promo code. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. I have a pair myself. I have the moccasins. I wear them all day long, inside and outside. In fact, I wear them probably too much outside, so I'm going to get a second pair for myself. Uh, when you walk on the, the MyPillow foam in the Impact Gel, it, uh, it keeps your feet from getting fatigued from walking around all day. feels like you're walking on these kind of cushioned air pockets. I, I absolutely love them. Uh, they're made with quality leather suede. And again, I'm going to get a second pair for myself and buying pairs uh, for my family as well. And for a limited time, Mike is offering 50% off his My Slippers for you. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listeners Square and use promo code SIDREP. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 1-800-870-0283 and use promo code SIDREP. Yeah, Andy Stanley as a incredible Christian communicator that you and I both uh, enjoy enjoy learning from. And he, he has a method uh, method of communicating called uh, me, you, God, you, we. Right. Me, right. you, God, you, we. Right. And, uh, and so what he, what he does is he says he starts with me. Like, right. 
here's here's something that that I struggle with. It's just testimony. Yeah. Like even if even if it's a small testimony of life, like here's something I struggle with, right. and then it goes back to the listener. Have you ever struggled with right. the same thing? Right. Uh, can you relate to this? Yeah. And so now he brings it together and bridge a gap between the two. Like, this is something I struggle yeah. with. Instead of starting off with, like you, you have br- a problem with this, problem, right? You yeah. have a problem. Yeah. Let me help you with your yeah. problem. Let's say, <laughs> I have a problem with this. And you probably, right. you may be able to relate to that. Can we right. relate to that? So it right. brings them together. And then here's what God says about that. Here's what the Bible says about that. Here's what uh, the faith world would say about right. this problem. And, uh, and, if, and then if you, back to the you, if yeah. you apply this biblical principle to your life and your problem, this is the result That's you should right. get. Yeah. And if we all did that, yeah. here's where... Imagine what would happen. Imagine what would happen. Yeah. Right? It's a great methodology to use. I like to use it uh, in speaking as well. I like to use it in communicating on a one-on-one over coffee with yeah. somebody I might be struggling. Hey, instead of starting off with Tell me what's going on with you. Yeah. Tell me your problem. Let me be the let me be the magic genie that's right. going to solve your problem. I'm the great counselor here. No, right. it's like, hey, let me tell you something I'm struggling with. Yeah. And, right. and and maybe you can relate to it in some kind of way too. And here's what God has to say about that. Yeah. It's been a it's been a great lesson for me to l- learn how Andy Stanley does it and, and really helped me communicating. I think it's a great way to write as well too. Yeah. Uh, people ask me a lot about writing Christian books. I'm like, man, you could go chapter by chapter and do yeah. and do it that way. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of it, for us. One of the things that I do every time is we have that resource there, which is a Mighty Oaks as a program right. that they can take advantage of. Right. And we know we can really, once they get to Mighty Oaks, we can really dig in deeper there. So yeah. we, it's what not a one shot to get to speak to them. That's right. It's really with that Mighty Oaks. And two, uh, uh, or A or B, right? The, right? the second thing is we have the, our books. And, uh, and, and just yesterday, you know, in front of thousands of recruits, secular audience, this isn't a faith-based event. I'm talking about the four pillars of resiliency. And at the end, as I break down what it looks like to be mentally tough, what it looks like to be physically tough, right. what it looks like to be have a strong social foundation, what it looks like to have a strong spiritual foundation, I challenge them. I don't think that Marine Corps brings me there to motivate them and inspire them because they get a lot of motivation in Marine Corps boot camp. Uh, <laughs> right. I think I'm, I'm brought there to challenge them in their, right. in their level of resiliency. And so I end with a challenge. And I say, I know you don't have a lot of time at Marine Corps yep. boot camp, but if you can get five minutes, which it probably won't, if you get one minute in a day, I challenge you to take what I said today and do an honest inventory of your life. Or are you where you need to be mentally? Yeah. Or are you where you need to be physically? Yeah. There are some changes you can make mentally. Right. Are you motivated? Do you have the right mindset? Do you have the right attitude? <laughs> are you learning the things you need to be learning? Or are you physically where you need to be? Is there some changes you can make physically? Eat, don't eat dessert. Like, uh, do some extra push-ups and pull-ups. Sure. Like, run a little faster. Like, like, what's the thing? And socially, you can't pick in boot camp who you're platoon is, who your guide or squad leader or, or drill instructors are. In the workplace, for everybody listening, you can't pick who you work with, sure. right? Yeah. But what you can do is socially, you can pick who you let speak in your life. Right. You know, are you right. letting the drama and the bad influences infect you or are you being a positive yeah. influence? Are you listening to good things, right? So socially. And then the, the fourth one, do you have a strong spiritual foundation? Yeah. And, and, I, and I, just say, I just say straight out, maybe that might mean different things to you. And I'm allowed to say, but for me, Right. It's my relationship with God. I'm a Christian, and right. that's what it means for me. It's uh, it served me well in my life uh, to feel my fulfill my purpose and why I was created. And if that is an area that you find yourself in a deficit in, yep. if any of those are, and I challenge you to be intentional about fixing those. But if the spiritual foundation is one for you, we can leave this book with you. And by the way, it's a Christian book, kind of right. full disclosure. Right. And if you want it, we're not forcing you to take right. it. But if you want this book, it'll help you solidify that spiritual pillar, and then you'll have. All four of those pillars, yeah. mind, body, spirit, social, and be able to not invade the problems of this world. You're going to face the problems of this world, yep. 
It doesn't mean you're ever going to face problems or anxiety or depression. What it means is that you have the right tools in your toolkit to be able to... At least a starting point, right? Yeah, yeah, at least a starting point. So let's talk about um, what we do. A lot of people will be listening and they know the situation report. They know that's, that's, you know, we're part of this show, this podcast, but may not know what the Mighty Oaks Foundation is about. So let's talk about Mighty Oaks and um, what we do. And, And really it serves as a model for when we talk about you know, faith-based healing or faith-based solutions to trauma. Mighty Oaks is, is a model for that. So Mighty Oaks Foundation, mightyoaksprograms.org, mightyoaksprograms.org. You can go check us out. You can find us there. Uh, we serve, and this is kind of our day job, right? <laughs> we serve veterans, active duty service members, first responders, and spouses. Those right. are kind of the four yep. four groups. Um, and a spouse is someone who's married to a veteran, an active duty service member, or a first responder. Not any spouse everywhere, but you're married to one of those. And we do that um, primarily through what we call legacy programs. That's a one-week program at a facility, uh, one of our facilities across the country. We have a number of facilities across the country in different states. And a person would come to that facility. They'd spend a week with us and we talk about trauma. We talk about trauma related to uh, military service, related to combat, related to service to the community if you're a first responder. Or just life. Or just life. And then, you know, that's where a lot of spouses will find help is trauma related to life, being married to someone who's dealing with those things or their own trauma. A lot of the folks that come, maybe they don't fall neatly into one of those categories of military trauma or uh, combat trauma, but they were traumatized as children and they've carried that through their lives. And so we'll spend a week trying to unpack that with them, but from a faith perspective, which very simply for us means we believe that a relationship with God uh, puts our perspective right, that he's given us the Bible and that if we'll follow the principles in the Bible, we align our lives to that. The trauma doesn't go away. The past doesn't change. It's still all there, but we're able to move forward because we can now move forward in accordance with what we were created to do, how we were created to live and how we were created to function, how we were created to think. And so that's what we do. And we've been doing that for, you know, a bunch of years, 11 years, I yep. guess. Mm-hmm. And had, you know, thousands of folks who've come through that program. Over 4,000 graduates. Over 4,000 graduates. And it's it's been incredible to see that approach, you know, happen and, and see the impact on people's lives. Um, we pay for the program. So... The students who attend don't have to pay anything to attend. We pay for travel to get them there. I, I use that we very loosely. We have a lot of uh, donors, a uh, couple thousand donors who support and give and uh, make that possible. But we've done our best to remove every barrier to, to folks coming and attending the program. In all four branches, the active duty military <coughs> send people to us, uh, have right. for quite some time. Yeah. And uh, I, think, I think one of the things that's important in this conversation to say is while we say, you know, faith-based program, uh, I think we're deliberately, it's important to know that we're deliberately non-clinical. Right. And more of peer-to-peer mentoring. And the reason it's important, uh, because if you're an uh, active duty service member listening, uh, and you're worried about things being documented or right. stuff like that, or, right. or uh, this is non-clinical, this is just peer-to-peer mentoring. So there's no right. documentation. Right. Aviators, like pilots that have have uh, maybe worried about their compromising their flight status for getting mental health right. care. They don't have to worry about coming. They that's can right. come. Uh, people like come from the special operations community that's worried about losing their clearance uh, for going to mental health or compromising that. They can come get help. Yeah. Not that we don't believe in clinical care, 
there's just lots of clinical yeah. care out there. Clinical care is available to everyone who attends right. our program. Yeah, and, and so we don't need to replicate that. That's right. And uh, I think a lot of problems, a lot of times people look at faith-based care and they pit it against clinical care. Yeah, they right. say it's like, oh, should I do faith-based care or should I do clinical care? Right. It's either or. And that's not, I, when I testified before Congress and, and you were there, we had that, one of the head clinicians from the VA was, she, I think she was ready for a fight. Thinking right. We were, we were right. going to say, hey, we're, we do faith-based programs and you guys over there do clinical programs. You're the devil. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the truth we is, don't it, like you. it's not an either or. No. It, it's can be, it can be an and. Yeah. Right? It can be an and. You I, can be on, you can't get uh, clinical care, whether medication or counseling or things like that. And you could also get faith-based care. The problem I have with some clinical care is that if it's medical medication only, and the only yeah. part of your plan is medication, yeah. then I believe that's a bad plan. You have to have things outside of medication. And it doesn't end if that's your plan. It doesn't end. This is what you do forever. Right. I, one of the ways I like to explain that, I, it's been helpful at least to me to think of it this way, is a clinician would start with the medical. They'd probably start with you know, a diagnosis, some kind of therapies, medication. They'd start there and they'd work down the line. And if faith was something that they at some point decided was helpful, they would include it. Mm -hmm. We would flip that upside down and say, well, we start with faith. The most mm -hmm. important thing is your relationship with God because understanding who God is, what he's told us to do, how he's told us to live, it sets everything right. And then we move from there. So right. it's, it, it's, it's really just a different approach. It's saying we need to start with faith, start with the spiritual pillar, if you will, or the spiritual, uh, that relationship with God. And then go from there. Medication can be helpful. Other therapies, those things can be helpful. Certainly, as we work down the list of things that are available. But when you have people, and we do, who attend a program like ours, and they're on 20, 25, 30 medications a day. They started in the wrong place. That's, they started in the wrong place. Yeah. And there's, there's no hope. You say, well, okay, you're on 20 medications a day. What's, what's the end game? What, what is your physician saying is going to get you off of those. Well, there isn't one. Yeah. And clearly that's not working. If they've, if they've ramped up to that, right. and we have a saying in Mighty Oaks, you know, if what you're doing isn't working, yeah. why not try something right. different? Right. Why not give God a chance? And, and you know, I, I, yeah, I, I believe that, uh, you know, one of the things that we, we you and I have concluded, and I, and I believe to be not just opinion, but truth, is that uh, trauma, whether yeah. combat trauma or life trauma, trauma is a soul wound. It's a spiritual wound. Sure. And, a, and a spiritual wound requires a spiritual solution. Yeah. Medicine is not going to fix a spiritual wound. It'll numb symptoms. It'll it'll yeah. uh, be a crutch for those yeah. things, but it will not heal anything. Yeah. There is no pill, by the way, for PTSD. Right. Uh, there's, right. A, there's a pill for the there's a the pill symptoms, to medicate right? the symptoms yeah. of it, not pill for PTSD. Uh, what faith offers you is to say, hey, yeah, you're struggling with these things. You're still gonna you're still gonna face anxiety. You're still going to face depression. You're still going to face frustration and anger and all yeah. these things that you'll face, yeah. whether you're on medication or going through faith right. treatments. But what faith offers you is a new way and a set of principles of how to deal with that. That's right. So now if I'm following the principles of the Bible, when I get angry, when I get depressed, when I have anxiety, when I get frustrated, yeah. I have a biblical blueprint of how to respond to those yeah, things I know in a what more to healthy do. way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's helpful. We'll, we'll say sometimes there's no excuse for bad behavior. And when you start to encapsulate your entire life, you wrap it all up in the trauma that you've experienced, whether it was as a child or in the military or serving your community. Well, now I've been traumatized. So the reason I'm acting this way toward my wife, toward my kids, the reason I'm, I'm doing these things is because of the trauma. Well, that's an excuse for behaving badly. Right. And we can talk about trauma, what it is, how it impacts us. There's some very real implications to trauma. 
But that doesn't give you an excuse to behave badly. No. And, and understanding the biblical blueprint, as we would call it, or what the Bible says about our creation, it, it changes not what's happened to us, not even how we feel about what's happening right now, but we know how to move forward. It gives them an opportunity to accept responsibility. That's right. Right. You can't, you can't accept, maybe even if you can't accept responsibility, what, have, what happened to you because you, may, you might have been in a victim in that situation. Right. right. You can take responsibility of how you respond that's towards right. that. You can make different choices and respond towards that. And that's what the Bible, uh, yeah. the biblical principles allow us to do. Medication doesn't do that. Right. It, it keeps you in the victim state. Uh, and again, we're not saying you never, there's never no circumstances you take medication. There's circumstances for it, but if medication is your only part of your solution, yeah. it's not a real solution. Yeah, that's right. And and I think we've we've done a lot of good things um, <coughs> understanding post-traumatic stress and combat trauma and all these things. The understanding of what it is, the difference between PTSD and a traumatic brain injury, which will manifest in very much the same way. Sure. But they're two very different things. We've yeah. learned an awful lot over the last... 20 years of trying to understand this. Yeah. But but how do I how do I behave? How do I think? How do I feel? You, you called trauma a wound. The Greek word for trauma is wound. Yeah. <laughs> and we talk about a soul wound and we talk about, you know, some of these phrases that we use. One of the best definitions I think I've heard of trauma is uh, an event or series of events that pushes one beyond their ability to cope. If something's happened in your life, it's pushed you beyond your ability to to cope, to deal with what's happening then whether you are clinically diagnosed with trauma or PTSD or not, it doesn't change the fact that you need direction. You need a path. You need to understand what to do. Mm-hmm. And, and we would say, well, there is a creator, God. And if there's a creator, then there's a created plan. Mm-hmm. That creator intended us to act, to behave, to think, to operate in a certain way. So why don't we figure out what he wants us to do and do that? Mm-hmm. And a lot of these things that then have a grip on us they no longer have a grip on us. We need to learn how to process those things, but they don't they don't hang on to us. The chains aren't there anymore. You know, I, I know this episode isn't about PTSD as a whole, and you and I have written a book, uh, uh, The Truth About PTSD, and we lose, use a little D at the end because of uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. Right. And, and But the reason I bring this up is it, it, it really, even though we're talking about PTSD, it kind of covers all trauma that post-traumatic stress disorder why we use the little d in the cover of our book is because we don't believe it's a disorder and a right. lot of people a lot of people agree with that now the diagnostics and statistics manual the dsm that the va and dod still use still have it as listed as a disorder right a lot of people don't consider it a disorder and i i don't uh i i think the symptoms are real yeah very real right uh however the the being a disorder is contradictory to the common definition which is the body's normal response to an abnormal right. thing and when i say the body's normal response for me as a as a Christian and someone that believes I was created, I don't believe that God ever created uh, human beings to kill other human beings or to see things in a way that we have to see things. I don't believe that we were created to experience those things. Uh, now, it's necessary right. in this broken world that these young recruits that I spoke to yesterday at Marine Corps yeah. boot camp raise their hand and make an oath and commitment to go defend our nation and, and, uh, and, and go and, protect And God people. has used warriors uh, and talks about history. being a warrior. Yeah, yeah. all through history. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, people have to protect people that can't protect right. themselves, and sometimes that means killing people sure. or witnessing death or seeing horrific things. But because I don't think we were created with that in mind, the, there are consequences to that, emotional, spiritual, right. sure. mental consequences sure. to that. And, and, and you take the normal definition, right? My body's normal response to an abnormal situation. When my body's responding normally, the way God intended or created yeah. to respond, yeah. but it's a situation right. that's abnormal yeah. uh, that I was never supposed to be part of. And so 
what's that mean, my body's normal response? It means my body's gonna respond to trauma in certain ways with uh, chemical releases, cortisol, right. adrenaline, uh, the dopamine, all these different things that happen within your body physiologically are going to have an effect that's uh, that's a normal effect right. to protect you from experience trauma again, right. but it's not going to feel normal. And and you have to be able to learn how to navigate that, understanding what's going on. We yeah. teach a, I, I teach a class, and you've taught a class both at Mighty Oaks programs and when I go speak at different, uh, I speak at the Air Force Resiliency Units and different units. Yeah. Uh, I, I've done this class for uh, some uh, SF groups and uh, Navy SEALs. Uh, I've taught this class before and at Fort Shrikan units, all different places. We've taught this unit on uh, on the truth about PTSD and how their bodies physiologically right. reacting and understanding that's how body was created <clears throat> created to respond right. to this. And that's not a disorder at all. Right. You have to understand it. You have to know what's going on. And, and the great thing about the human body, the way God created us, is that we can recalibrate. Everything yeah. that, everything that gets put in array because of uh because of trauma can actually be recalibrated. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and I think if if you divorce yourself from a belief in a creator, then you will always feel like something's broken. Yeah. I'm behaving this way because I'm broken because of something that's happened to me. And your, your, your brain is designed to store historically traumatic information so that <coughs> you can be safe the next time something like that happens. But if you don't believe in a creator, then you don't believe in creation. If you don't believe in creation, you don't believe there's a plan or a process. So now you are broken. So approaching trauma from a faith position, it's it's not this this kind of metaphysical like you need to believe in something kind of thing. It's you concretely need to believe that you were created to behave a certain way, to function a certain way, to respond to difficulty a certain way, and there is a path forward. And if you follow that or pursue that path, then you can move forward. And I think you know when we talk about <coughs> faith-based solutions to to trauma to anything in life. Um, if you if you don't hang on to a faith solution and concretely understand that that means I believe in God the Creator and I have a relationship with Him through Christ, then you're always going to be searching for a medication, for a therapy, for something that will mask or change a bad habit, uh, but it will never fix what's actually broken on the inside. Many of our veterans feel they need to fight their battles alone. This self-isolation has led to the staggering statistic of more than 20 veterans taking their lives every day. The mission of Mighty Oaks is to eradicate the veteran suicide epidemic and help our warriors change their legacies. We've been able to help over 4,000 veterans and first responders by equipping them with the tools they need to live the lives they were created to live. Our faith-based, peer-to-peer approach has one of the highest success rates of any program available today, offering hope and understanding to those who need it most. By aligning their lives to biblical principles, these men and women are able to lead their families, their communities, and our nation. It's your generosity that can make a difference in the lives of the men and women who have fought for our country and our freedoms. Now that they're home, don't let them fight alone. Learn more at MightyOaksPrograms.org. Yeah, it's almost like trying to lose weight. Like, <laughs> people are always looking for that quick fix right. and that, that alternative yeah. when it's like, hey, I got an idea. Exercise and eat healthy. Right, sure, sure. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's math. <laughs> yeah. Fewer calories exercise in, they're going out, right? Exercise and eat healthy, and you're going to lose weight, and you're going to be in shape. Uh, but don't look for all these, get, right. uh, these quick results, and that's kind of yeah. like the Bible, right? Yeah. Read, read the Bible, apply it to your life, 
have a foundational relationship with your creator. Yeah. And uh, and yeah. And you got to lose weight. Right. <laughs> or you get, maybe you won't lose weight, but you got to you got to be you got to be in the right place. Right. <laughs> it, it, it gives you the perspective you need, and, and I think this goes back to even the purpose of you know this show is we want to give people the the perspectives they need to to navigate the world that's changing, to navigate an uncertain future and a culture that's upside down. Well, how do you do that? And and how do you do that if you also have childhood trauma? We're told that seventy percent of American adults will experience an acutely traumatic event at some point in their lives. Which is which is ironic. No, I mean not ironic, but proved to be accurate when we had looked at our program and, and, and it, it, about seventy percent of the people come to that program had had a admitted some type of childhood sexual trauma. And it's 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 incredible. And when you look at all of this, well, how do I how do I navigate the world around me? And most people are just trying to hang on and trying to survive. Well, there is an answer. There is a solution, and it's and it's found in faith. Well, I mean, it's it's essentially like what I did yesterday, right? You go to these pillars of resiliency, and we're telling these recruits, if you have that strong spiritual pillar, right, you're going to be able to navigate life as a marine, yeah. and it's going to be hard. You're gonna you're gonna face hard things. You're gonna see right. things that are difficult, do things that are difficult. But because it doesn't mean you're not going to experience hard things, but because you have that foundational that foundation right. that spiritual pillar, you're going to be able to navigate those things. So faith-based solutions. And as we mentioned, it's, this is not deciding that we're going to pit clinical versus faith. Um, it just means we're starting with a foundation that we can build the rest of that on. Yeah. And I think that's very important. So when we, have, when we view counseling, then we view it the same way. We view it from a faith perspective. It's a question of what's happening in my marriage and what does God say about what's happening in my marriage and how I should respond here. Uh, what's going on with my kids? Well, what does God say about what's happening with my kids and how should I respond here? Uh, when it comes even to the abuse of substances, when it comes to a loss of purpose because you've separated out of a career that you loved, uh, all of these questions, there is an answer to be found in God's design for us. And so when we go there, it sets everything right. It sets our perspective right, and it gives us a clear path forward. And I think uh, that's one of the examples I give with you know, people look at our curriculum at Mighty Oaks, our legacy program. And they primarily assume that we, we, you know, we, I mean, most of the people we have come are dealing with some kind of trauma. A lot right. of people with PTSD and suicide yeah. ideations. And you look at our curriculum and we have like a class on margin. How do you manage right. time? Right. A class on <laughs> right. money and possessions. How do you, ma- how do you manage money and your possessions? Like what's that got to do with PTSD? Yeah. <laughs> well, it has everything to <laughs> everything. do with it. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you have anxiety and stress in your life and now you're trying to fit 25 hours in a 24 hour day, obviously that's not healthy. What's the Bible say about that? Right. How do you, how do you manage your time and prioritize things? And, and, uh, we have, you know, not say yes to everything. And yeah. we, we have a saying there, say, say no to the good things. So you can say yes to the best right. things and just right. managing life and time and money. Like if you're living like financially strapped with a 400 credit score and, uh, and, and, you know, <laughs> right. have more debt than you right. have income, right. like, and you're dealing with, you have anxiety and depression, it's going to make it worse. Right. So what's the Bible say about living financially responsible and prudent with right. your, with what you've been given and, and, uh, and, you know, these things, yeah. uh, the Bible gives life issues for that. And you don't have to be in the military, by the way, uh, or have been in combat That's right. to benefit from that. That's for all of us. Yeah. When I look at Mighty Oaks, I see Mighty Oaks as being an example of how a faith solution can be applied to the most difficult traumas of life. Right. But that solution is a solution that applies to everyone. And I think um, if someone is dealing with a military issue, um, or they serve as a first responder. We certainly have a program for that. We have resources for that. We kind of specialize in that. But if someone else is dealing with trauma, and again, this is this is a you know a human problem, 
Um, it's going to a church and understanding that <laughs> it, hope, help, direction can be found there. It's connecting with a biblical counselor, someone that will say, I will counsel you, but it will be from a, a faith perspective. Right. Um, and, and, you know, leaning into that. Because apart from real truth, the best we can do is medicate and, yep. you know, change habits and adjust our schedules and fix some stuff. But we'll never fundamentally change or grow or fix what we need to. Yeah, and if you're listening and you're a veteran, first responder, spouse, active duty service member, and you need what we're talking about, then reach out to us, mightyoaksprograms.org. All of our programs are absolutely free, 100% free. We even pay for your travel. Get on the website, apply, and we're there to help you. If you're not a veteran, and we know most of the people listening is probably not in one of those communities, uh, there's help available as well. In your community, there's probably a good church uh, that would have a biblical counseling program there. Plug into your local church. Right. Get, start attending church. Get yeah. to know people there. Uh, biblical counseling, one of the great things about them is it's usually free. If you can't find that, uh, if you can't find it in your community, well, a great partner resource of ours is Curtis Solomon, Dr. Curtis Solomon. Dr. Cur- now, Dr. Curtis Solomon, uh, yes. at, the, at the Biblical Counseling Coalition. Um, yeah. I don't know if they're... Michael, can you pull up their website? Biblical, uh, biblical Counseling Coalition. We'll get the website for you. But yeah. uh, Curtis Solomon at the Biblical Counseling Coalition is... Uh, you could get on, the, on their website and find a biblical counselor yep. in your area. Yep. And again, one of the great resources about biblical counseling is usually, usually cheap to free. Right, cheap to free, and those are good <laughs> yeah. Those are good prices. Yeah, Biblical Counseling Coalition is great. There are other biblical counseling organizations as well. Biblicalcounselingcoalition.org. Biblicalcounselingcoalition.org. That was easy. I just had to add a dot, just, dot org. Just there. put a dot org and you would have had it. That's how most things work. But yeah. uh, Also, you can Google Biblical Counseling Coalition. Um, but some incredible resources. And um, man, take advantage of that. Don't discount faith-based. We use these big like phrases that don't really mean anything like faith-based. Don't discount what a relationship with God fundamentally will mean to your life. And, and there is salvation. There is the forgiveness of sins. There is um, eternity. We talk about those things, and, and we should. But that's not just church talk. We were created to have an active relationship with God through Jesus Christ, and uh, you can find that. Um, and that should be your starting point. Work from there. Find some folks who can help you. And uh, it doesn't take away the pain or the difficulty of life, but it gives you a roadmap forward, and that's very important. Hey, shameless plug for our our our, our uh, book that we I talked about a book that we give to the military yeah. to help them uh, align uh, their lives to that having that spiritual pillar. Yeah. It's called Path to Resiliency. We've given out well over 100,000 copies of this yeah. book to the troops. And, uh, but you can get one as well, and they're super cheap. Right? Yeah. They're, what, they're... yeah. So here's the, here's the price, and here's the deal. I'm going to give you a special deal. You don't need a discount code either. Uh, they're $9 on our website, uh, mightyoaksprograms.org. Go to our store. They're $9 there, and they cost us about $0.75 cents to print. <laughs> so here's they're, the deal. It's a 45-minute yeah. read. It's not a big read. It's a small book. Um, we charge $9 a piece so that we can give them out to thousands of active duty service members, and we do. But if you can't afford the $9 and you need to do the book, um, info at mightyoaksprograms.org is our website or is our, our email address. Um, you let us know you need the book and you can't afford it, we'll send it to you for free. We want to make sure that you have it. Yeah. But if you can pay for it and you don't, see, that's between you and God. We've been talking about faith. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, check it out. There are other resources there as well. It can yeah. be helpful. What, what's the deal on Amazon? We have them there on Amazon as well. Amazon, the Kindle version is $0.99, cents, I believe, yeah. on, so on can, Amazon. You so you Kindle, can check that out as well. Yeah, Kindle so, version $0.99. Cents. Yeah, so a lot of great resources. Our website, um, 
really is designed to be a resource. We also have a place where you can watch uh, hundreds of videos, testimonials, instructional videos, other things that can be helped to you as well. And the other book that's the same deal is The Truth About PTSD. Right. Uh, it's the same size, small, 45-minute yeah. read, uh, $9. We give, uh, but, but again, we give thousands, thousands, thousands of those away with yeah. the troops and 99 cents on Kindle and Amazon. Yeah. So both those books, same deal. Path, uh, Path to Resiliency, Truth About PTSD. Yeah. Jeremy and myself put that together for yeah. you guys. And if you if you need those or you need those sent to someone, particularly you may have a, a friend, a loved one, someone that you care about uh, that you think would benefit from that, let us know. We'd be happy to send it out to them. Yep. Yeah, that's what we do. So thanks for listening. Hope this was a help to you. Just a, a perspective that needs to shift for most people. Uh, again, our website, mightyoaksprograms.org. That's our day job, our work with uh, veterans and service members, first responders. So check that out. Uh, if you'd like to know more about us Individually, we have a place that you can do that as well. If you want to find out more about Chad, go to chadrobishow.com. That's right? it. Chadrobishow.com. And if you figure out how to spell Robishow, you're in. That's that's kind of yeah. the big thing. That's the There's test. X at the end. That's all I want to tell you. <laughs> um, you can find my information, jeremystallnicker.com. And uh, for podcasts like this one, and uh, so grateful that you would join us here. But other podcasts like this one, go to the Salem Network. They have some incredible podcasts there, salempodcastnetwork.com. And uh, you'll find those there. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Look forward to talking to you next time. God bless. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.